Hello, and welcome to the Be Love, Spread Love podcast. I'm your host, Maya by name, recording artist, writer, and inspirational speaker. I am so excited to share insights, real stories, and tips to help you embody the authentic, aligned, happy, and loving human you want to be and see in the world. Welcome back to the Be Love, Spread Love podcast. How is your heart today? So it's Men's Health November, Movember, and I'm super excited to speak with my guest today, my friend, entrepreneur, fitness and peak performance coach for the modern day black and brown businessman, Elijah Tyson. How are you? Maya, what is going on? I'm doing amazing (laughs) today. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for joining me today. So I have a lot of uh, male listeners, like I was telling you, that I I think are going to greatly benefit from what you have to offer. So tell us a little bit about uh, your brand, The Grind Tribe, and just about your journey to becoming a men's coach. Yeah, absolutely. So The Grind Tribe is a uh, private fitness and peak performance uh, community for black and brown businessmen. And um, what, what my goal is with my community is to truly help men who found themselves a little bit over 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 committed inside of their lifestyle inside of their career really get back grounded with their health um with their body with their mind and a just level of confidence and so i pretty much coach everything from fitness to mental conditioning um, for my men inside of a 90-day coaching program to get them from kind of being where they're at which is typically coming in either out of shape stressed out, burnt out, or kind of all in the mix of that, um, to getting to a point where they where they feel good and they look good again and they they feel mentally clear and they feel um sort of optimized and really are just able to find a space of performance for themselves inside of their life. Um so that's what I do with with the Grind Tribe. Can you can you can you drop back that second question for me? Sure. I just wanted to know a little bit about um like your journey to becoming a men's coach, why you wanted to get started in, in that for other men. Yes, absolutely. So that's actually very a very interesting question. And so <laughs> I've been a fitness coach uh, specifically since I was nineteen. Uh, so that's mm. about um, six 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 and a half years now. And so inside of that, I really learned how to coach people to get to them get to get them results. Um, I went and got nutrition certifications, and I really. Uh, started to really learn how I can utilize fitness as a tool to help people truly reach their potential. And so up until actually the beginning of 2020, I really coached a lot of people. I coached men, women, elder women, younger men, athletes, uh, people Mm. with uh, injuries. And so I did that for a couple of years and it really gave me what I would say the the skill sets to work with different people from different capacities trying to accomplish um, different things for themselves. But what I began to notice is that, you know, even in conversations with other men inside of the health profession, most men don't want to work with other men. (laughs) <laughs> and especially as coaches, uh, especially as coaches, like it's a real thing. Most men mm-hmm. prefer to work with women because women typically are a lot more coachable. Um, and women also tend to more likely ask for help when trying to achieve something, especially with their body, as right. opposed to men. Right. Especially as opposed to black men. Right. And this is an interesting pivot for me uh, that I actually because I, I used to agree with that statement. And it was a quite interesting pivot for me as a coach. Um, until I started realizing that I wanted to go in really, really deep with my message. 
I kind of looked at what I was doing and what I was building. And I said, you know, how can I really, really create an impact here? And who can I truly serve at the highest level? And so as I begin to kind of think about that, I, I began to understand that the people who I can serve at the highest level were people who, uh, who have had similar problems and similar, similar experiences uh, as me and trying to get to a specific place. And at the time, you know, even, even as a fitness coach, I ran other businesses, I ran a startup um, and I went through a very, very, very challenging mental, uh, emotional, spiritual experiences, uh, experience building my first uh, few businesses. Um, specifically just being exposed to just the level of adversity uh, that you will face as uh any person of color, um, but uh, for me specifically as a black man um, and seeing kind of how uneven the playing field was. And it was very, very uh, conflicting for me. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that in the beginning of my journey, even though I was aware of these things, it was sort of like my pride, my ego, and just also the stories that I was constantly brought up with just told me to just kind of push that to the side, take action, which I agree with, but but accelerate and accelerate and accelerate right. because every I think every person of color can can attest to a statement that we've all heard either our mothers or fathers telling us growing up, which was sometimes you're just gonna have to work sometimes if not all the time you're gonna have to work ten times as hard as a person who doesn't look like you to get what they have. Right. Right. And I found myself at a position where when I was building my startup, uh, number one, my startup failed, um, and when it failed, I kind of had to look at what what did I have left for myself. Mm. And inside of that, I noticed that in, when, while I was building this, I was in a constant mode of just consistent, consistent acceleration. Uh, and I was burning myself out um, very, very much on a mentally and the emotional side. And I started to notice that other things were starting to happen in my life as a result of that. My body wasn't feeling as good. I lacked energy. I was just mentally foggy a lot of times. Um, the relationships that I had with, you know, people that were very close to me or, you know, uh, even like a, a significant other at the time where they were starting to take the negative effects of this. And I was like, well, if I'm not right from within and if I don't have harmony around me, how am I actually supposed to perform and do the things that I need to do to grow and so right. I kind of came to this position where it was like, damn, that same story that I was told that gives me my hustle and my drive, which much, which a lot of people know me for, mm -hmm. was actually the same story, the same words that allowed me to justify putting my, my mental health, right? And even to an, a certain aspect, my physical health, for which for a lot men is a lot more on the physical health side, to the back end of the line in right. pursuit of success. And there's so many different problems that arise out of this. And I realized that it was normalized because nobody understood the solutions. But going back to your, your question to give you that answer, I realized that um, as black men, as black and brown men, we have a lot of pressure on our shoulders to perform. Um, when we've kind of figured it out and we've been seen as that person in our family or in our community or in our relationship to kind of go out and make it happen. And because of that, we often have this weight on our shoulders that just we kind of block it out and continue to accelerate only to run into these these issues that will arise that will only create more ripple effects of problems in areas like our health and our personal life, which put us in a position to not really be showing up 100 percent for business anyway. So it's like, right. wow, this equation doesn't even work out. Absolutely. So piggybacking on on kind of what you just said, um, 
men, but you know, black men, of course, there's this condition to be this, these pillars of strength, right. And not necessarily go in and do that internal work that you're talking about. Um, you know, I know I've seen a lot of comments of, of men saying, you know, spirituality is crap. Yoga isn't manly, <laughs> you know, um, just tough it out. If you have, you know, any emotional issues, I, I'm now seeing this new thing where if you compliment a woman, you're a simp, I like, there's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Right. So <laughs> How do we how do we ease this like enormous masculinity stigma and hold space for men to be able to explore those sides of themselves without feeling, um, I don't know, uh, not manly? Because it's definitely a manly thing to go inside, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. And so that's a very interesting, um, those are some very interesting pieces of context. <laughs> I think that, number one, a lot of men weren't taught how to be men by men. Mm -hmm. um, so there's there's this large ambiguity of what that even looks like inside of um, inside of the space of being a black man. Right. right. Number two, I think that is it's many a men aspire to be alpha mm -hmm. um, to and not really understand what alpha really is. Um, most men want to consider themselves, you know, there, there's this big conversation around like alpha men. And I don't really join the conversation because it's 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 alpha men aren't really aren't really. Uh, concerned about being called alpha men right, <laughs> right. Alpha men. they don't need that <laughs> they don't need that level of external validation or a title on it right but inside of that most men think that to be alpha it's to just have external things it's to like have big muscles have a nice car have uh, a lot of money right but what we don't understand is that alpha when you actually look at statistics alpha it just means that there's less of a standard deviation Mm -hmm. Right. From from a specific from a specific line on a graph and essentially means that you don't you don't really deviate from a certain from a certain trajectory. Right. So when we talk about the aspect of being an alpha man, it's, it's being a man who understands his values and not deviating from those values based on things that can, you know, put you out of position of being grounded. Now, when we start talking about the level of of, of healing and why, you know, men kind of see that as bullshit or soft, um, what, what most men don't understand is that when they when they're not taking the time to heal, all that shit is going to internalize and it's going to show up in other areas of their life. Mm -hmm. And when you begin to earn, internalize, you have this this buried amount of of toxicity, so to speak, in yourself, you begin to actually be carried by emotion. Because right. you, you're not even aware of these things that are triggering you emotionally to move, act, and say certain things. Therefore, you're emotionally pushed in multiple directions inside of the way that you operate as yourself, which in a way makes you beta. Right. And so now we have this concept where it's like, all right, well, you know, as long as I got this and I got that, like, and I can say this and look this way or be tough, like, that shit is kind of bullshit. Right. right? <laughs> like, here's the reality. Like, I know men that who have abandonment complexes. Mm. And that's the reason why they suck at sales in their business. Because mm. they're, they're afraid to like bring a level of confidence, right? I know men who were sexually abused, mm -hmm. which is, and, and they, they're the way that they pursue a ridiculous amount of women. Mm -hmm. And they put all their, they put all of their, all of their, all of their capacity and all their energy towards it. It comes from a stem of trying to prove to themselves that they're not homosexual. Right. Right. So there's so many different levels of healing that we don't understand 
uh, inside of ourselves that actually show up in our life that it, it, it actually doesn't allow you to be a man of principle and a man of value where you essentially don't deviate from those values and you know what you're about, you know what your lane is, and you know that you don't need anything externally to validate you as a man. And you can have a sort of that, that space and that less, you can have less of an identity crisis that most men will go through as they get older because they have not taken the time to heal shit. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do you, you know, how do you implore your clients to um, become more conscious uh, in their daily lives and, and, and really do that dive? You know, what are some of yeah. the things that you work on them with? A hundred percent. So, so fitness is the anchor um, of, of measurement for how my guys perform inside of the program. Mm -hmm. But inside of that, I, I, I again, I, I coach men who are run businesses, who got, who have a nine to five plus a business, you know, some are like going into politics, all different types, types of stuff. Right. And so inside of that, most men, if you're, if you're, if you're not within the age of like, you know, 17 to like 23 and you're not just, you don't have that time and availability or maybe not in college we're working as an easy thing most men will either will fall out of shape because life just just hits them hard right? right and they're they're literally just they just don't have enough capacity and so it's quite interesting that when we, when we talk about peak performance and building capacity the biggest thing that i've noticed with working with men is that most men will be doing well inside of their fitness, inside of their lifestyle, inside of all the habits that they would like to achieve mm -hmm. when things around work and lifestyle are going well in, 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 in congruence with that. Right. And so I, I bring that in as a part of my coaching when we focus on meditation and mindfulness um, as sort of the ability, not, not only as mental conditioning and motivation, but the ability to have a level of self-awareness, mm. right? The average mm -hmm. guy that I work with has probably an hour and 10 minute pocket of time at most sometimes to get a workout throughout the day. Right. So if he's going throughout that day and he's triggered by the wrong things, if he's waking up and he's not grounded, um, if he's going through a specific, uh, a specific period of his life or an identity crisis where he's mentally consumed by things that that shouldn't be consuming him mentally, he's not going to have the peace of mind or even the time because right. he's so distracted to even go and get that workout or go and make a shake or meal prep or whatever the case may be. And so it's kind of interesting how I kind of work from the bottom up and all of these things kind of anchor as the foundations. Like one of the things I have my men do is they meditate every morning before looking at their phone. Nice. Because before, once you look at your phone, it's like text, emails, problems, yep. commitments, demands. And so you immediately get pulled up off your feet. Right. Right. Uh, and, and you're you're leaving your position to create mental fortitude for yourself, not knowing that mental fortitude is where you know what I'm saying you really where you really get to live in a space of presence. I'm not going right. to say control, but I'm going to say presence. And you're not thrown, you know, mentally and emotionally in so many different directions from external things throughout the day, which then because that, those are usually the things that stop men from getting in shape. Right. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So from from your male point of view, <laughs> I want to dive into sex and temptation because I feel like mm. that is also <laughs> a, a, a huge, um, a huge thing. I mean, from both men and women, but in, in your perspective, what are your thoughts on low vibrational relationships versus high vibrational? And how does like sex affect the journey to becoming your highest self? Mm. Poof. 
<laughs> Kings, listen. You are you are listening to a man who does not have an issue with females. I want I want to make, put that disclaimer here. <laughs> so, right, I, I've taken a very deep spiritual journey with that, and 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 very very deep spiritual journey with that this year. And I, one thing I will tell you is that sex is sort of the highest form of energy that you will receive from another person. Yes. And inside of that, if you're somebody who wants to like wants to be in a good mental and spiritual and emotional space your sexual relationships will have a large impact on that mm-hmm. right and so a, a lot of guys see you know what i'm saying sex as a badge of honor right? right the more women i can sleep with it, it, it fuels my ego and so like i i feel good about myself mm-hmm. and what that ultimately is is that that comes in the forms of many ways but ultimately it's it's the need for external validation right you you don't see the value in yourself so woman seeing the value in the you helps you kind of reaffirm that void that you're trying to seek right this is why some men cannot go without you know i remember in college the word was like yo i ain't got no i don't got i don't got no girls for the night <laughs> right like i don't got no i don't got no girls on deck right now and it, it goes back to that mindset of like bro if you if you can't spend some time alone and, and work on yourself and develop yourself, number one, you're never going to be in a position to even see what what is the type of woman that's really going to help you elevate yourself in life. Right. But also, you're definitely never going to be able to put in a work on yourself that's going to allow you to evolve to become that man that that type of woman that you want. Right. Right. That's- Right, you're not, you're not, you're not gonna put, you're not even gonna be able to put that level of work in yourself mm-hmm. because you're constantly distracting yourself with just that, and not even like hey, now when we go into the sex aspect of it, it's like yo, if you're having sex with multiple partners, and number one, outside of the obviously the, the potentially unsafe part about that, mm-hmm. it's also like all right, well, what what is going on in these other people's lives? Because when you when you have sex with somebody, you're exchanging energy. It does not matter. Right. I don't care what nobody says. Absolutely. I learned it to myself. Mm-hmm. When you have sex with somebody, you're exchanging energy. So if you're if you going around and you're having random encounters or you got a situation with somebody and it's kind of kind of either just mutually uh, sex or it's a little toxic, whatever the case is, if, if if that person's got some dark shit going on with themselves, right? You're not aware of you. You're taking that in as energy. Absolutely. And then, and then cats won't worry, wonder why they can't wake up in the morning. I'm, I'm, or I'm, I'm feeling like cloudiness. So I'm feeling like emotionally kind of in a weird space. Right. Only to then not be able to pay attention to where that's coming from and then try to just oh, go overcompensate with that in something else that's unhealthy. And it puts you in a spiral. Yeah. And it turns you into, it turns you into a beta male. Yo, yo, Kings, listening. Like, if you're like, once you've reached that point, my brother, if you're listening to this, like having multiple sexual partners will turn you into an emotionally driven beta male because you are not able to withhold your own energy and manifest your energy into something that you want to do. It's very hard to figure out your purpose in life as a male when you're constantly expending your spiritual and emotional energy on random people. Mm. I talk about purpose. 
80% of guys look at me like, ah, oh, that's kind of like some, I don't really like, okay. Right. And there's like 20% that kind of get it. And then there's like 5% that are with me in that conversation. Right. Because 80% aren't in tune with themselves. Mm-hmm. And they aren't in tune with themselves because they're constantly distracted from looking within. And a large, a large amount of that distraction comes from the constant need or act of just having sex. Right. It's, it's like when <laughs> you're, you're searching for a release of sorts and you end up bringing in um, a lot of times unwanted energy. So yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that insight. That was great. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and like, and this is like really important because some guys may listening may not be as well with the ladies. Some guys are listening may have the gift of gab, but either way, like, bro, you got to focus on yourself. Absolutely. You know? And so I, I say that to say, I'm not saying you to, I'm not telling you to not go out there and you know fulfill your desires for sexual relationships, but even my relationship with with sex has changed since I started viewing it differently, mm. since I started moving differently when it came to that that aspect. Because I started realizing as I was growing, like I started to see, as I started to deeper connect with my purpose, I started to see like, yo, here's what I really, really want out of life. And here's here. I know what's going to get me there, but if I, if I continue to kind of spin my wheels and, and over, overcommit my energy to multiple things that don't have anything to do with that, especially sexual, you know, multiple different sexual partners right. and multiple different levels of sexual energy that may not be good for me, right. then, I, then I'm, 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 I'm a moving liability to myself. Absolutely. And, and you find that you, um, I mean, even, even for, as a woman, you know, you find that you get, you get caught up in situations and you stop working on yourself. <laughs> like you put yourself yes. on the back burner because <laughs> you're so concerned with like this person or these people. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah that's, men do it too. That's, yeah. That's, that's what the real version of a simp is, fellas. A simp is, <laughs> Come on. Fellas, listen, kings, like a simp is not somebody who opens a car door for a woman. <laughs> Right. right. A simp is a male who is willing to set aside his own goals, his own desires for low level pleasure mm. for low level shit for and for women that do not potentially serve you, bro. That's what simping is, because now you now you are you have given up on yourself and you have made yourself beta uh, just to get a small release. Right. of something or just to you know what I mean or just to be in a situation that you know is not even right for yourself and so you're looking at yourself every day waking up in the mirror saying I'm totally okay with operating at a lower version of myself right that's what simping is and the and the I think the um you know who they might actually be looking for were they to do that work um is is attracted to you when you're on you know that different vibrational level so to, to all my to all my kings out there listening like bro when you when you just take that time to do the internal work on yourself, like number one, I, I'll tell you this: self awareness truly comes with a level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's hard for a lot of that's a hard pill to swallow because sometimes we'll start tapping and we'll start doing a little meditation and and we'll start realizing certain shit about ourselves that once we know, it's like can we really continue to move the way we move? Right. Right. And so with that level of of looking in the direction of inwards and, and being able to be self-aware and learn things about yourself. The next question that you got to have is, are you alpha enough to actually change the way that you move after you've been become aware of something? Because just like you said, Maya, like, like you like 
men who who can show that they have they've done they're done and they're consistently doing work on themselves right when you do work on yourself like you just you carry a certain level of aura and confidence that you don't need to speak about it absolutely that, that it's not it's not validated by anything external it's just who you are right and so inside of that for the guys that are listening number one i would say is you never you never want to go out there and, and do do things for anybody else besides yourself mm. right but also as you as you consider to think you know, a lot of guys want women who, right? Like, if you if you want a a woman who is healed internally, you you cannot be a guy who is healed who is not healed internally. Right. right? right. If you're a guy who is externally driven and everything is external for you, guess what? You're going to attract externally driven men. Yep. Uh, I mean, externally driven women. Yep. And externally driven women are like you know the same way externally driven men are toxic. Absolutely. And so you get like you you attract what you are at the end of the day. All the time. All the time. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't do relationship culture, none of that, but that's what I always tell young guys, like, listen, like, you, you just do the work in yourself, bro. Like you won't have to force it at a certain point. Absolutely. Like, just, like when it comes to women, you won't. Like because you will carry yourself with a level of confidence that that women will sense. Absolutely. I totally agree on that. Um, so I want to ask you, uh, because I know when you're working on assisting men in balancing their own, you know, work and health, um, together, uh, have you ever felt like while you were doing this, that you started to fall off because you're working so hard on helping other people? Have you ever had a moment? Uh, and if so, like, how do you get through your own, uh, moments of maybe falling off uh, health-wise, mental, you know, mentally? Do you ever have yeah. time where you are like, okay, look, I need to take a break? <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. So that's that's really that's really an important aspect. And I, I kind of spoke about this on, on an Instagram Live the other day about like how sometimes when you're, it's very easy to burn out when, you, when you're consistently pouring into other people, mm -hmm. right? And so for me, I became aware of that in my coaching journey very early on. And, you know, honestly, I, to be upfront, I have a couple of different ways to approach it. Some are tactical, some are more foundational. But at the foundational aspect is just making sure I'm doing the work every day to keep myself grounded. Right. Right. Um, and so at the, at the tactical aspect, number one, I spend a lot of money on coaches. Yeah. Uh, coaches are my business to help me figure out things so that way I'm not at a state of being mentally like just over capacity. Right. right? Um, but also coaches in, in the aspect of just my, my spiritual health. Mm. my mental health because i need people to pour into me the same yes. way i'm pouring into other people otherwise i'm not really going to be able to show up absolutely right and so i think that to be a leader to lead other people you have to be able to lead yourself yes and that comes with a level of awareness to understand like yo when is my fuel tank low and i need to go re and i need to go recharge i need to go refuel you know there's certain times where i realize i'm just overstimulated mm. and i will take a so i will take a break from social media that's like oh my God, the best. You're, you're on a business and you can't do that. I will. I don't give a damn. Right. At the end of the day, like, yo, listen, first of all, it's just a matter of putting certain systems in place where your social media can potentially be maintained without you on it. Yeah. But also it's just like, I don't, I don't care if I burn myself, I'm a coach. So you can't if coach like that. Out, yeah. Right. Because I'm overstimulated. Then, then, then that's an issue. So sometimes I, I will take a couple of days or a week and just completely detox from uh, like I call it like a 
a dopamine fast. Mm-hmm. I'll detox anything that brings me instant stimulation, social media, YouTube, uh, even music, yeah. right? I would completely detox and only focus on things that bring me a higher yield on my energy, like meditation, reading, going out and just like fucking starting random conversations with people. <laughs> right. Like, like real talk. Yeah. It's, 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 I love it's, it. a, it's a way to just recharge my, my mental state because we live, that's why mental health is becoming such a big thing. We have all this information processing all day. These social media companies spend millions of dollars. They have teams and departments specifically to with the with the one goal of how to spark more dopamine inside of your brain. Right. Like that is almost spiritual warfare. Because so many people are in a position of burning out, comparing themselves. It's absolutely crazy. It is. Yeah, I, so I, I would absolutely got, um, agree with you on taking social media breaks. I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So we got to learn to take that recharge. And I personally do it. I have I have like a, a full training on it. I like I guide my men on how to do it. Um, nice. You know, and really just take 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 a break from those overstimulating things, you know, um, that puts you in a position where your mind is just like, you're just not grounded. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, kind of all over the place. Absolutely. So- What's your mission for the rest of this year and 2021? What do you got going on? The mission for the rest of this year in 2021. I think the mission for the rest of this year is to to pick up momentum for myself and and really double down on my level of commitment and discipline. Mm. Now, a lot of people will say, well, bro, I don't know anybody more disciplined than you. And I don't say that to toot my own horn, but I just hear that a lot. But I also understand that people who are doing what I want to do and I see their level of discipline. And not to compare myself, but I just understand the work that has to be done. Right. And so uh, finishing off 2020, tw- finishing off 2020 is really to just double down, um, get more clear with myself, get more clear on what I'm doing and just really just commit at an extremely high level. Um, going into 2021, my goal is to just bring this message to the black man about peak performance. Um, I, I, I read this book um a little while back by Reginald Lewis. He was one of the first black billionaires called, called Why Did the White Guys Get to Have All the Fun? Mm. And it was an interesting book about how he learned, how he became a billionaire by learning how to acquire companies by simply watching the uh, the counterparts that he was working with and he was doing business acquired companies. Mm. And um, it was interesting because when I worked in the tech space, that's when I kind of started learning a little bit about um body optimization and, and all this kind of cool stuff that that's that we we don't have that level of mental capital right in our community right we like we don't have a lot of like we're like our community is really just collectively now getting on the the importance of healing and meditation right and yes. so being able to bring that capital that level of mental capital and dump it back into our community is really important for me because as black people we are highly magnificent we are highly intelligent we are highly confident highly competent but we just have a lot of things that are kind of been a lot of things that sort of hinder our abilities to tap into that versions of ourselves because of our past because of trauma because of things that we don't take the take an approach from a health or spiritual or emotional uh, approach to actually fix and so for me it's really bringing that level of a peak performance and i'm not talking about taking ice baths and talking about neurohacking like right. tech guys do. <laughs> but i'm talking about peak performance in a way of like tapping in with yourself learning how to find your flow inside of your lifestyle and learning how to really just find as you as you know alignment mm-hmm. right like learning how to find that place where you kind of understand your land and you understand what's important to you and you can lose the distractions yeah Life becomes a lot more easier when you don't feel like you have to uphold so many different images and things for other people, other things that you really don't care about. Oh, most definitely. 
Absolutely. That's amazing. I, I'm always inspired by you. So this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, tell the people <laughs> where they can find you, follow you and learn more. Absolutely. So I'm on uh, Instagram as Tice, T-Y-S-E underscore the underscore trainer, as well as uh, the Grind Tribe. We're on Instagram as the Grind Tribe. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook as Elijah Tyson, E-L-I-J-H-T-Y-S-O-N. And you can find us at the www.thegrindtribe.com. Wonderful. And also, I want to plug this for you, the Daily Rev podcast, right? Yes. The da- so <laughs> the Daily Rev, I, so if, I mean, Kings, if you're looking for that level of heat, um, that level of heat, if you want some hot fire lit up under your ass when it comes to awareness, uh, being action oriented, taking accountability and taking leadership inside of your own life as a man, then yes, the Daily Rep podcast is for you. Um, and so check that out. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. We are on um, pretty much every every podcast streaming platform. All right. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I, I love what you do. And thank you for sharing your story. And uh, I hope that people will check you out because you are doing a very important job right now. Thank you, Maya. I appreciate you for having me on. Absolutely. I'm sending you so, so much love on your journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have an amazing day. And as always, be love and spread love.